Hey guys, hope everyone's well. Welcome to the Eat Fitness Podcast with me, Paul. Um, today we're going to be talking about how you can eat more and lose weight. It is again just me. John has up to his eyeballs in PhD work. Also, he did not reply to my text, which isn't like John at all. Um, and it is literally the hottest place on the planet right now inside this office. The window's closed because otherwise my hair fever decides to like beat me to death with a daffodil. Um, and it's like the smallest room as well. And I have to close the door, otherwise Odin will come in and basically just want my attention whilst I do this. Um, because God forbid that anybody else gets my attention other than my dog. Um, and again, I will also apologize if the chair squeaks because... I am sat down because um, the standing desk is under a cover because it's getting, uh, the office is getting painted tomorrow finally. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to talk about how we can actually eat more, um, yet lose uh, weight or lose body fat. And every single client I've ever had, barring a couple, it's probably an overstatement, um, has said to me that within the first couple of weeks, they've struggled to hit the calories that I've given them. Um, and the reason reason that happens and the reason people come to me is because the, the diet's usually shit. Um, I'm not naive enough to think that people don't realize that eating salads and um, an abundance of fruit and vegetables, lean proteins, solid carbohydrates, is actually good for them. Like, I know that people know that. However, I think they assume that we have this magic pill that we're going to give them when in reality, we just make it easy for them rather than them second-guessing themselves at every corner. So what happens in the first couple of weeks is people, they stop eating the shit that they've been eating. They stop ordering takeaways because it's like, all right, well, I've now got someone looking at my diet. (laughs) And what happens is they stop eating the shit and then they start tracking the calories and then they start eating some good food because obviously they've got someone telling them actually, yeah, you want to probably be eating some lean protein sauces. And if you'll go for like fire fruit and veggie day, like you're not going to be far off. Um, Also, like if you exercise a little bit and stick to these carbohydrate sauces. And then people always say like, I'm struggling to take my calories. And it's because they're so used to a low food volume because they have a McDonald's or a Chinese or a pizza every couple of days that the stomach is so used to such a small amount of food coming in, but with with such a high calorie intake that once they actually start pumping in quite a lot of food, like if you add, I don't know, 500 calories worth of fruit and veg a day, that's going to be a lot of food. It's going to be a lot of mass going into your stomach and your stomach responds to that by making you feel full. So you choose the amount you eat overall. It's really simple. Just not easy in practice, unfortunately. But if you do that for like a week, one, you're going to fill up very quickly. So you just make sure that you're eating your protein and eating that. You'll soon adapt to it, don't get me wrong, but your weight will come, weight will drop because you just stopped eating shit. And it's literally the easiest win as a coach. Like the easiest win. And the way, the way we can do that, or the way that I get my clients to actually lose quite a significant amount of weight, 
well, mainly body fat, is by making them eat very low-calorie, nutrient-dense food, which you'll be super shocked to understand or realize that that is just veg and fruit and not pizza. Like I said, nobody will ever say to you that pizza is healthier than fruit and veg. Because, I mean, you could argue that, don't get me wrong, but it's circumstantial. But typically, fruit and veg is going to be healthier than a pizza every single day. And if we harness the power of that, of the low-calorie nature of things like berries, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, maybe not blueberries, because blueberries are stupid expensive. Um, however, they're probably the tastiest. Strawberries are shit. Strawberries don't even taste of anything. Strawberry flavouring tastes more like strawberries than strawberries do. Just an FYI. Um, but if you harness the power of, of berries, apples, like none of these are gonna, none of these fruits are gonna go up at 100 calories per per item. Like a banana might go to 120 if you have a massive one. Um, don't forget to mash it just for those extra extra sins though. Um, broccoli, cauliflower, any green veg. Like we'll take avocado out of this, whether regardless if you call it a fruit or a veg. Um, I think it is actually classed as a fruit, but green veg cauliflowers, things like that, up until you get to like Swedes, carrots and potatoes and you've got root vegetables, they're a little bit more calorific, but everything else is so low calorie for the density of, of food you actually get. It's obscene and people don't utilize it. People think, oh, well, I'm just going to have like a handful. Fucking load that shit up. Look at the size of some of the salads people have. Like you can have half a bag of spinach for about 80 calories. If you don't want to intake that mass as dry spinach, like if you're cooking, just put, like boil off some water and wilt the fucker, and then it turns into you've got all this like massive spinach turns into like a little ball, and you get all the goodness out of it. Barring a little bit that you would lose to the boiling process, I must admit, but it's also going to keep you full. Like all these things will keep you full because it's high in fiber, which we know keeps us full. It's a high volume, which we know keeps us full. And you just accompany it with protein and you will be able to eat an absolutely shit ton of food without going over your calories. And if you manipulate this on a, like quite well, um, so you can implement this with a skeleton method and basically just say, all right, for breakfast, I'm going to have uh, two portions of fruit. And you're going to have, I don't know, a handful of raspberries and banana. And then some yogurt or a protein shake with it. For lunch, you're going to have a salad that's got three to five different pieces of fruit in it. That's sorry, veg in it. Maybe in fruit, you can have grapes on a salad. And you've already hit five to seven fruit and veg a day. Pop some chicken on the side. You've already hit protein twice a day. And the snack could be some yogurt and a piece of fruit or... Don't know, some hummus with some carrot sticks, and you've hit absolutely tons of food for very, well, not many calories. Well, no, not going to get anywhere close to your calorie allowance for the day. And then you can have a, like a nice social meal at the end of the day, knowing that you've hit all your targets. Your fiber is going to be high, your protein is going to be high, and your micronutrient profile is going to be fucking mint. It's going to be better than mine is on a daily basis. It's actually quite simple, really. It's just putting into practice isn't as easy because of the expense of food. 
So what the easiest way I find to implement something like this when it comes to sort of food volume on easy and, and scalable skill is buy frozen. If you buy frozen, so you can get frozen uh, like veg bags, which will have like broccoli, cauliflower and carrots in it. Um, I basically just buy bags of sweet corn and peas and I have sweet corn and peas with literally every meal I cook. And then I'll have like uh, some peppers and some spinach in the, in the fridge and I'll load them up <clears> with <throat> anything that I don't have to cook. And it's just about increasing the amount of food you eat without the calories there. What people don't understand and what people underestimate is the fact that currently they overeat. And I don't think people realize how much they overeat when they have, excuse me, um, I don't think people realize how much they overeat when it comes to uh, takeaways, like a pizza from Domino's. I think the lowest calorie pizza you can get from Domino's <laughs> from uh, from a medium perspective, it's like 13, 1400 calories um, before you start swapping the base out and before you start looking at a veggie style pizza, etc. Because takeaways are calorific because they don't care about their diet they care about it tasting good and selling it and you've got to be very very wary of this and very understanding of this that all these things have such a significant impact on the amount of uh, calories you intake versus the amount of volume that you can you can actually eat another thing on that on that is like going a little bit off topic and probably another podcast itself um, is when you think about having, for example, if you had like two or three takeaways every week, your palate becomes almost desensitized to those takeaways. So every time you actually have it, it tastes almost not as good as you expect it to. Whereas if you waited six weeks between takeaways, it would look, it would taste better because you haven't been subject to those tastes previously in the last six weeks and it makes it taste a lot better and you've also got to think that most of the enjoyment and most of the the serotonin release we get from a takeaway actually comes from us smelling and seeing the food rather than actually tasting it like most of the serotonin dopamine risk like is released before you actually consume any of it and that's why like uh, there's a phenomenon about if you make your own food versus someone else making it for you, it tastes better if someone else makes it for you because as you're creating the food or cooking the food or making a sandwich or whatever, you become desensitized to the smells and the taste and the anticipation of that food. And when we start learning about stuff like that and um, understanding how that might be able to affect our food habits, we start looking at ways that can reduce our overeating and increase our um, our enjoyment of food. So by having takeaways and things less, we actually enjoy them more. And this is where the simplicity of sort of the skeleton method or the 3-1 method and how I use things like the lean matrix in my clients, it makes it easy because it makes it repetitive. And yes, it can be boring. And yes, having the same thing day in, day out, or very similar things day in, day out, week in, week out, it can be boring, but we only see it as boring because of the abundance of availability we have currently within supermarkets. Like right now, from where I am, I could walk to 
at least three takeaways and two supermarkets within minutes, three, four minutes. And like if I, if I didn't have any food in, I could easily go and get it and cook it because of the availability. And we take stuff like that for granted. And now we see everything else where it's mundane and boring and healthy and very good for us as just shit and boring and it needs to be exciting when in reality it doesn't. Um, but yes, if we start to eat more, we can actually lose weight. But obviously, we just got to be sensible with it. So the take homes from, from this, if you're still with me, and I'm sweating profusely, is more protein, as always, but increasing the food volume by decreasing the amount of calories within the certain foods. So opting for low-calorie, high-nutrient foods instead of pizzas and more palatable foods. And then increasing carbohydrate and the fiber content of those foods because fiber gets digested later in the digestion tract, so it keeps us fuller for longer and we will reduce the amount of calories you eat. Like I said, most of the people that I take on, most of the people I've helped in the past, which I think is pushing 500 people now total, not all at once, obviously. Um, those probably 90%, I would say, report not being able to hit their calories within the first like two weeks because I change their mindset behind the amount of calories within certain foods. And it makes a big difference. The hard part comes when you're actually an individual and work and stuff. But that's another topic, another day. Um, I hope you enjoyed this, guys. If you've got any questions, anything like that, do give me a shout. Always happy to help. Um, have a great week, and uh, I'll speak to you soon.